the 2023 economic outlook for Africa. Which countries will be defying the predicted recession? Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. Africa's economic recovery has been disrupted in 2022 by a range of internal and external shocks, including adverse weather conditions, rapidly rising rates of inflation, higher borrowing costs and softer demand in major export markets. Some of these factors will subdue growth prospects in the year ahead. Jacques Nell, head of Africa Macro at Oxford Economics, walks us through the Africa economic picture for 2023. So the international picture. After a notable slowdown in 2022, we expect the global economy to show even more weakness in 2023. We expect a slight GDP contraction in both the US and Eurozone next year. And while in China, we do expect a pickup in growth, this is just to 4%, which is still far below historic level. And this is due to that country's zero COVID policy, developments in the real estate sector and weak external demand, of course. In Africa, we expect a marginal, a very marginal pickup in growth in regional growth, but uh, we'll unpack that a bit more in a bit. And so overall, we expect global growth to ease from 2.9% in 2022 to 1.3% in 2023. So this then incorporates a global recession, which means per capita GDP is expected to fall in Q4 of this year and Q1 of next year. Now looking at African growth in a bit more detail, first looking at 2022 on the left, The only major economy expected to contract this year is Morocco, and that's due to a weak agricultural sector performance and uncharacteristically high inflation. And while their strongest growth is expected to come from Libya, where oil production is recovering, the island nations due to the ongoing recovery in tourism, and in Rwanda, where government government investments uh, and a pretty resilient consumer are supporting growth. Looking at 2023 on the right, Uh, We expect a slowdown in growth in most Southern African countries, uh, strong growth mostly centered around East and West Africa. Uh, The standout performance here, again, Libya and Rwanda, broadly for the same reasons that are driving growth this year. And these countries are then joined by Senegal uh, with the commencement of gas exports. They're expected to really boost growth next year. I've ranked a number of African countries according to where we expect the strongest growth uh, to come from next year. Again, Libya, Senegal, Rwanda at the top, followed by Cote d'Ivoire, where good economic momentum is compounded by new hydrocarbon discoveries and good growth in the services sector, and the DRC, which is benefiting from uh, considerable investment in the mining sector. At the other end of the spectrum, we see South Africa, which is struggling with a number of issues that we'll unpack a bit later, Sudan and Tunisia that are both dealing with tumultuous political environments, and Zambia, which is expected to be one of the biggest losers from commodity price developments next year. The chart on the right here puts these recent growth performances into context by comparing projected economic output next year with pre-pandemic levels. So the idea here is to take into account the big drop in 2020, the recoveries in 2021, and then this year's performances and our projections for next year. Here we see that the economic output will be more than a fifth higher relative to 2019 levels in Rwanda, Cote d'Ivoire, Tanzania, and Ethiopia. Uh, Rwanda was one of the continent's strongest growing economies in 2021, 
and is expected to keep that title this year and in 2023, while the other three avoided contractions in 2020 and have shown decent growth since then. We also expect strong growth in DRC, Senegal and Kenya, which should also be mentioned here. Again, at the other end, we see that output is still not expected to reach pre-pandemic levels next year in Mauritius, Sudan, Tunisia and Namibia. And we can also see that in South Africa and Angola, economic output is projected to increase by less than 1% over this four-year period. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. We start with DRC, where the International Monetary Fund team reached a staff-level argument on the third review of the Authority's Economic Reform Program, supported by the Extended Credit Facility Arrangement. Completion of the review will make 152.3 SDRs, about 200 million US dollars, available for balance of payment support. According to the IMF team, real GDP is showing resilience with growth forecast at 6.6% in 2022, supported by higher than projected mining production. Inflation is expected to exceed 12% by the end of 2022 due to higher global food and fuel prices exacerbated by the war in Ukraine and supply chain bottlenecks. In the context of fragility, the economy remains highly vulnerable to shocks, Volatile international commodity prices, tighter external financing conditions, high inflation, global slowdown in growth and the conflict in the East have created a challenging backdrop for economic policymaking in the Democratic Republic of Congo. The Nairobi Securities Exchange has announced plans to unveil a new index that will enable investors make informed decisions on the choice of companies they want to invest in. This is based on sustainability ranking. According to the Nairobi Securities Exchange Chief Executive Geoffrey Odundo, the move is among a raft of measures that the boss is undertaking to ensure that firms are rewarded for their sustainability initiatives. Odundo noted that alongside the index, they're also coming up with measurement criteria on how businesses can measure the impact of their sustainability programs. The reforms will see NSE come up with artificial intelligence tools developed jointly with the International Finance Corporation, which will enable the exchange to evaluate sustainability reports and rate them. A quick review of the market. The Kenyan shilling dropped to a new low against the dollar on Monday in a series that has prevailed since May 2020. The Google currency tracker mapped the Kenya shilling at 122.64 units against the greenback immediately after the market opened before gaining to Friday's value of 122.15. The weakening trend in the Kenyan shilling is set to continue into 2023 with the US tipped for additional rate hikes, including in December. The rate hikes in the euro's and the United Kingdom are, however, widely expected to have a lesser impact on the shilling as the pair of economies suffer from the fallout of the Russia-Ukraine crisis. Analysts expect the shilling's losses to persist throughout 2023 and expect the mean exchange rate to stand between 125 and 128 across the year. So far in 2022, the Kenyan shilling has shed 8% of its value against the US dollar. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange of Share Index was down nearly 1% to around 71,920 on Monday, mainly pushed down by resource-linked stocks, 
tech companies and industries. Market sentiment was dimmed by fresh concerns over the global economic outlook after China reported its first deaths of COVID-19 patients in nearly six months. Locally, South Africa's government is urgently seeking funds to buy diesel needed to fuel the auxiliary power plants after the state power utility ESCOM said outages will intensify this week. ESCOM said that it has run out of cash to buy diesel and does not plan to order any more until April 1st, 2023, which could prompt extreme levels of load shading not yet experienced in South Africa. Meanwhile, S&P Global Ratings Agency on Friday maintained South Africa government bonds below investment grade but acknowledged the improvement in the fiscal situation. Moody's was also scheduled to update South Africa's credit rating, but it did not provide a new rating. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the KFI financial if you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories visit our website that is akfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe you can also find us on all social media platforms at the k financial and you can find me at with a dong